Hello, anime fans. Welcome back to a new episode of Anime Double Play. Today is March 10th, which means this is coming out maybe March 11th. Who knows? Only Mary does. Uh, this is episode 215. You are joined by Mary Thomas, the number one anime twins in the anime twin scene. Hell yeah. Uh, Mary, how are we doing? I'm doing okay. I'm actively eating instant ramen. Our, our timelines got pushed up a little. So um, join me for this wonderful dinner, wonderful dinner time podcast. Mary immediately throwing me under the bus as soon as we no, start. That's Thank a, you. I didn't say it was you that our timeline got pushed. It's just our timeline got pushed and I'm flexible and I'm considerate and I'm eating very good instant ramen. So things are actually pretty okay. How many packets did you put in the instant ramen? So it's only one. But it's just like fam uh, this fancy ramen. I think it's uh let me just actually I'm in my kitchen. Let me just pull the uh the packet out of the garbage. Oh, she's she's leaving to go get It's Nissen the garbage ramen. It's Nissen Rao R A O H King of Ramen Noodle Soup. It's very good. Sounds Good, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I had a really, 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 really bad day. So I was like, what's better than a nice warm bowl of soup to make you feel better? (laughs) What's better than a nice bowl of instant ramen? Hey, beggars can't be choosers, man. And here we are. That's true. Where's uh, Chef Mike not cooking you dinner? No, he's in class. Again, the, the timeline got pushed up. I'm in... Oh, right. I'm usually at my desk. I'm now in my kitchen. I'm recording on my laptop. I don't have my legit mic with me because he uses that for class, so if the sound quality is a little off, I'm sitting on a laptop eating ramen, and it will definitely sound that way, but we're here for a good time. Hopefully, the listeners can deal with it. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, did you do anything exciting in anime this week? I really can't say I did. I don't think so. Um, oh, I do have a revelation that I wanted to share. Okay. So, you're not going to get this, but someone on the podcast might. Do you remember when I started watching Sasaki Tomiano? And I said... It's weird because there's this guy in it named Hirano, and I'm reading a BL with a guy in it who looks similar and named Hirano, and I thought I was, like, watching the wrong show because I thought I got, like, really confused. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about, but keep going. I mentioned that after the first episode on the podcast. I was like, yeah, there's this guy who looks exactly like a guy in another BL I'm reading. Well, I started reading Sasaki Tomiano because the pacing of the anime is a little off for me. And guess who's freaking there? Apparently, I've been reading a spin-off manga of Sasaki Tomiyano about two other classmates in the same universe, in the same school, for like eight months. And not the actual manga? And not the actual manga. I've been reading the spin-off. And I didn't know because the characters aren't, the main characters aren't really in the spin-off. And it's in black and white, so I couldn't, like, I said, that guy kind of looks like him, but I couldn't tell hair colors or anything. 
and then I was reading the manga, and they had like a side story about the characters who are in the spinoff that I'm reading. And I was like, oh my god, I'm not crazy, but I feel kind of crazy. It was a lot to take in at once. This all happened yesterday. How big of a blunder is this? Wait, I'm a little confused. Were you reading the wrong thing, or you just so happened to be reading a spinoff that you didn't realize was a spinoff? Correct. The latter. I've been oh. reading this one manga for months, and then Sasaki Tomiyano started, and I was like, oh, that guy looks like the guy in my manga. Oh, okay. Then, I understand now. And then I realized that it was. So, here we are. And that's the only major anime thing that happened to me. All right. Um, that was kind of exciting, though. Yeah. Besides that, I didn't do anything new. Uh, I watched the state of play from PlayStation yesterday in the Discord with Aerith and Bazzi. It was a lot of fun, and uh, it was bad. So. Whoops. It was fun being with everyone, but it was bad. Yeah, you. I asked what happened in it and everyone just said nothing yeah after <laughs> afterwards we all put l in the chat it was pretty funny f f in the chat mm. um yeah i didn't do anything anime this week i don't think i'm reading like a shit ton of manga but i kind of talked about that last week isn't it nice i'm waiting for um zatch bell they just said mid-march and it's almost mid-march but i don't even know where it's going to be published What's going on? Like, we need to figure, we need to get a game plan for the return of the boy. The plan is to read it when it comes out. I'm in the Zatchfeld Discord, or not the Discord, the uh, the subreddit, so... Oh, good. I'll probably not. see something. Have you been in it, or did you get in it because of this? I've been in it for, like, six months, probably. That's my boy. It's kind of nice just seeing, like, pictures of, like, random Zatchfeld characters, like, Every now and then when I'm scrolling through Reddit, makes me feel good. You should post my cosplay if I ever do it. Uh, I could. <laughs> I guess. Hey, this is my sister. Cosplaying. Yeah, right? Not weird. <laughs> you could just post it yourself. I'm not really on Reddit. And when I say not really on Reddit, I made, I posted my Veroni Kenshin article once because John kind of bullied me into it. He was like, this is so good, you should post it on the Rurouni Kenshin subreddit. So I did, and it was my only post. And then I never went on Reddit again. Did you get a lot of karma? I don't know. I probably got like 10. That's pretty good, though. Mm. I have random comments that have a lot. I've, I don't do too much posting. I'll just like comment on stuff here and there, but I don't do too much commenting either. Mm. The bra but... is so good. Oh my god. Let's just hop into the stuff we're currently watching Woo! this season. Uh, Attack on Titan. Let's just let's just get right into that. We have a very... Uh, uh, I had the word in my head. Not solemn. Solemn might be the word I'm looking for. Um, pensive? Pensive. Kind of sad. Reflectory. Episode. Reflectionary. Something like that. Words are Refle hard. Reflective reflective that's it um we had the campfire song song everyone sat around the campfire and said what made them sad and gloomy and, and punched each other seems legit i don't blame them uh i like the episode though i like the uh i was telling mary i liked all the 
the still shots of everyone kind of sitting alone in their own like campfire boxes um even though they're like kind of all together you kind of get the sense that they all like they all feel alone kind of shame for like what they've done but also just like kind of feel bad that their circumstances are just so terrible um and they kind of all feel like horrible people but none of them really like are probably like that horrible just like people in bad situations um it's just kind of sad but i kind of liked how it was all displayed and they're all like very similar they're all like view themselves as like the good guy and the hero but they're also all like the bad guy in some way um the animation quality of the episode was really bad. Ooh, just jump in. Screw what I said. Animation shit. Well, mm. I agree. I just feel like it doesn't matter anymore. It's too little too late. The world's literally, it, it's the apocalypse. I killed Marco. Okay, yeah, feels bad, man. But um, the world's ending, and I feel like we've kind of got to get to that. Just, just me. Just saying. No, I mean, I, I, we've been with these characters for so long. Like, they've got shit to work out. Like, the I character know. development Attack on Titan has been good. I don't want to knock that. Like, I know, no. Like, I get it. But I feel like in the grand scheme of things, I don't want to eat Hanji's stew. I want to stop a genocide. Maybe. Or maybe I don't because I like Eren. It, the whole thing's confusing. Yeah, I don't know. I like the episode. I think it's kind of cool having everyone back together and seeing them all, like, interact with each other. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting. All right, now back to the animation. Really bad. No one moved. And they showed a lot of stills of trees. I mean, what do you want? Like, not every episode needs to be, like, 3D maneuver gear flying around. I know. Uh, yes, I totally get it. But it was stiff. Like, I thought last episode was bad. This episode was stiff it was even like camera motion it was just it was a little off but this is only because i keep such a high standard for attack on titan so in a way it's a compliment i guess i think it's kind of nitpicky but i mean one episode isn't like up to standard two last episode was bad too but i think they're just saving the budget for the big kabam that's gonna happen yeah, I mean, I'm not too concerned. I think Attack on Titan overall looks amazing, so I'm really not going to knock it because I thought, like, some trees in an episode didn't look that good, I guess. Yeah. It's a little nitpicky. we'll get back on the road this week, and hopefully we'll um, kick some butt, take some names. Yeah, how many episodes we got left? Do you know? Three? Question mark? It's a decent amount. Like, they can do a lot in three episodes. Stuff can happen. Stuff I still can haven't happen. heard any confirmation on the rumor that um the movie. Yeah, no, that the last episode's gonna be an hour, but we'll see. Uh we'll we'll see. I don't know what's gonna happen, but uh one thing from the episode, just because we're kinda talking about the actual end, Annie makes a good point of like, what are you gonna like talk no jutsu him? Like we're just going to help you stop Eren, but you guys aren't actually going to, like, kill Eren. So, like, and if we try yeah, to kill him, point? you're going to protect him. So, like, what are you going to do? And they're like, we'll just, like, talk no jutsu with him. And they're like, well, 
What if that doesn't work? They don't really have a plan. Yeah. So we'll we'll kind of see what happens, though. I'm not really going to project what I think will happen because I don't have much of a clue. It's more fun to just sit back and enjoy the ride, I think. Yeah. No, it's good. We're just gonna we're just gonna wait and see what happens. Mm-hmm. It's all we could do with most things. Very, very true. Very uh, life reflectory, right there, Mary. I do my best. <laughs> but um, speaking, so now we talked about something that didn't look good. You know what did look good this week? Uh, well, the only other thing I'm watching is Takagi-san, right? And you are correct. <laughs> Takagi-san <laughs> was amazing. Yeah, the Christmas episode we never knew we wanted, but we got, and it was great. In March, yeah, it was it was amazing. Everything was perfect. They did a great job. They got to give gifts. They went to see a tree. They went to the movies and they exchanged little cards. It was so cute. So cute, and they did have some uh, some challenges too. Got always have some challenges. What were the challenges? He, uh, remember she, like, pretended to be the character from Unrequited Love? Oh, you call that a ch- Oh, right. Oh, you mean challenge by, like, the contests. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I thought you meant, like, there was a challenge that they had to overcome. I was like, nothing happens in this show. I don't know what you mean. Oh, yeah, yes. no, no. Yeah. But it was, it was all ploy. Per usual. Because it's always all a ploy. She's scheming. She's constantly scheming. She do be scheming. That's a Kagi song. Schemey scheme, but I they were they're great. I love them. Do you know what her first name is? Nope. But am I looking it up right now? Yes. I don't remember Nishikata's first name either. These are all very true statements. Here we go. I'm on the wiki, scrolling down. Characters. It doesn't say. It just says Takagi and Nishikata. Whoops. Uh, try Mal. Everyone else has for Oh, the, the girls have first and last names. What, the three girls? Yeah. What? No, you gotta go to the... I bet you can find it in the Mal. Okay. You, I'm, on, I'm on my phone doing this, so you go. Because I've got my... Yeah. Nah. I'm all displaced. Nah, no? nah it's not there. <laughs> That's just it. Oh, maybe they don't have names. Is that possible? They they don't need any. Everyone else has first names. I can't believe no one's ever called Nishikata by his first name. Let me look Takagi-san first name. Here we go. Takagi's first name is never revealed in the manga or anime. Takagi likes going for walks and reading manga. Wow. (laughs) Thanks, Google. It mentioned during the field trip that Takagi is actually quite popular with boys. Her weakness? She is ticklish. She has ticklish armpits and tempting to tease Nishikata. That was a lot more info than I really wanted. I just wanted her first name. If you search Takagi-san first name, that's like what comes up in big text on Google. Hilarious. Thanks, Google. You the real MVP. Let's see, Nishikata full name. Is it Issei or Shoto? None of those even sound remotely familiar. Like like Takagi-san, Nishikata's first name is never revealed. 
So this all checks out why we don't know their first name. Oh, that's so funny. Anyway, so yeah, it was a great episode. I was squealing. I, it made me happy. I loved it. Yeah, I'm one of my favorite episodes of the season, for sure. Oh yeah, that, this one, and the play was good. And I liked the steps last week, too. That was good. Oh, but the best skit... So this week was the best full episode. The best skit is when they're walking back from the bathhouse and Nishikata asks to walk her home. It's too good. That's too your favorite, for sure. You keep mentioning that, like, every too week. Too good. I went back and I watched it again. It was so good. Jeez. Ridiculous. Right. Let me have the floor very quickly. Sasaki Tomiyano is good. But the pacing's a little slow, and it's something that I like about manga. Manga, you can kind of pace it how you want. If I want to spend a long time reading a scene, I could take the time, I can reread it. In an anime, it kind of forces your attention to certain places, so I'm still going to watch the anime, but I read all the manga this week, and it was good. So yeah, that's fine. And then Dress Up Darling, guess what? They cosplayed in a warehouse, and now three of them are cosplaying, and Goto-kun's a good guy. And it's great. And that's the review. It's still a very good show. I'd give it a... Uh, see, I'd give it a definite 7, like would recommend, but the fan service. If people like fan service, the show's an 8. If they don't, it's a 6. Like, that's kind of where I'm at. And then finally, we get to talk about our new weekly, our anime watch-along of this session, Spice and Wolf. Spice and Wolf, because there's a new season. So we we watch Spice and Wolf before a new season yes. comes out. We're, we don't, when's the new season coming out? We don't know. But we are prepping for it with a rewatch of like the 2011 Spice and Wolf anime. It's pretty old. Not like super old, but it's older. Ten years-ish. Um, yeah, let me, let me look it up. Spice and Wolf Desu. But Thomas, what did you think? Of your rewatch of the first two episodes? Uh, well, it's definitely a slower start. Like, yeah. not much really happens. But that's kind of okay. Like, it's not really an action show by any means. Um, I don't know. It, I feel like it just gets a lot better when, like, you get to see a lot of interactions between, like, Polo and Lawrence. Like, that's kind of, like, the fun of the show is, like, them interacting with one another and, like, the weird, uh, like, I don't know, escapades that they kind of get into. Um, the first yeah, one feels no. a little... I don't know. I think the first one isn't, like, that that great, all things considered. Yeah, it's not the most enthralling first episode, but I will say when I turned it on and it's just a guy... On, in a cart going across this like beautiful European countryside and I put this in the discord too I was like how refreshing is this I feel like we've been watching a lot of like Attack on Titan um uh, Demon Slayer Demon Sl yeah Demon Slayer like a lot of this intense in your face stuff and then suddenly I'm just on a cart looking at the wheat look at all that wheat it's so much wheat it was very nice it was just mm -hmm. a really easygoing first episode. Lawrence comes into town and he comes out of town, but this time he has a wolf. And the characters are more mature, which is nice. Holo is great. 
she's got like a cool little accent on her voice that makes her sound a little more mature and a little more petty in a way that I really enjoy. Um, interestingly enough, we can only access it in English, but the English dub is really good. We originally watched it in English, so that's cool. Um, so basically, Holo, the wise wolf, the goddess of this wheat field, decides, nah, I'm done, and leaves with Lawrence, and they're just traveling together because she wants something to do, and for some reason, Lawrence has this, uh, propensity to her, and brings her along, and then they eventually get a goal, but right now we're kind of just chilling. She kind of says she uh, wants to go to the north, where she's from. She, like, says that in the first episode. Yeah, but he doesn't say, oh, I'll take you there. He kind of, she just kind of goes, and then we see. Oh, uh, I mean, does he? I feel like he did. Maybe? I don't know. In that conversation, isn't that why she, like, showed him... His, her wolf form or something whatever it's like not super uh, important yeah I know she just thought he was a wise mature man which he uh -huh. is he is yeah I like Kraft Lawrence he's a cool character I'm excited to get to know him more solely because it's been so long since I watched this I don't remember anything about him and I did check the anime the original anime aired from 2008 to 2009 so we are back there and in that comment I will say the animation is still very good the show definitely holds up in the execution regards so far yeah the the colors and stuff are very pretty it's definitely like the one that you kind of notice about like these older shows they're like a lot more still generally um there's like less subtlety in the movement but they're still pretty and they're nice to look at, so... Yeah, it's not... Mm, it's not necessarily... I'm no hater. Yeah, it's not necessarily janky. But also, this show so far doesn't require a lot of movement. It's people talking about silver, silver Trini coins. And... Oh, yeah. You guys are... Trini coins. You guys are about to get one heck of an economics lesson. Medieval economics in this show. It's, uh... Yeah, I... They're... They get into it. They get into, like, some concepts that are, like, applicable today with things that are happening, like shorting and stuff. Yeah, which is pretty interesting. But we'll see how... Yeah, I like that stuff. We'll see how this one deal works out. But I was confused about something in episode two that I wanted to talk about. Ooh, okay. I'm going to burp. Ugh, excuse me. Ramen, guys. Ramen. Um, they're on the cart. And Lawrence is like, have you attacked any humans? Or she asks if you've been attacked by a human. And she's like, oh yeah, humans, we eat their brains, blah, blah, blah. And then he gets all offended because he's been attacked by a wolf and seen someone get killed by a wolf, which is totally understandable and acceptable in Polo. But then on the way back, they're talking about something. And she's like, I don't even remember what they were talking about. But then she gets all like quiet and upset. And he apologizes, and then she goes, we're even, and laughs. Like, do you know what that conversation was about? Uh. Oh, she says, like, what? oh, we attack humans because they, we're not like dogs. We don't see the good and bad sides of humans. We only see the bad sides of humans. They only attack us. So when we see them, the only thing we know to do is attack. And then he was just like, okay, sorry that I got offended that you said you eat human brains. It was just a weird exchange that I didn't feel like was equivalent exchange. Um, it kind of just seemed like a play on, on like the fact that like humans don't have like a positive interaction with wolves. 
like like unlike dogs i guess if that's the comparison like dogs like are human companions but wolves and humans just like fight yeah um, there's no like they work together like a lot of other animals so i i'm guessing i don't remember specifically to be honest but it's probably just like playing off that animosity between like wolves and humans even though she's like not technically like she's a god not really like a wolf i don't know mm-hmm. but she definitely associates with uh wolf more so than god i guess yeah but i don't know i know lawrence and holo have good chemistry i know that i love them i've seen the show before and i was like oh first major interaction and i just didn't really get it and i was like oh no i hope i'm not looking back at this with rosy glasses but we'll have to see Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, any other comments? So that was the first two episodes. We're going to watch two episodes a week until we're until either we're out of episodes or the third season starts, which definitely won't start by the time we're done. But imagine if it did. Wait, say that again? Sorry, I think you cut out for a sec. Oh, um, we're going to watch two episodes a week until it's over or season three comes out, and it'll probably end before that. Yeah, that's, that is the plan. That would be interesting if the new season comes out. We'd just like, well, we're not going to watch the old season. We're watching the new one. Goodbye. Yeah, like, Canceled. Because we don't know when the new season's coming out. But imagine if it was like, it's actually coming out April 3rd. And then we have to up it to four episodes a week because we need to get through the entire thing. I'd put the time in. I'd get that done. It's in English, so it's easy. Yeah, for sure. It's an easy watch, so. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so speaking of easy watches, things that work out that are nice to watch, um, Thomas and I were talking about topics and I was like, oh, Thomas, there's, we could talk about like the spice and wolf genre. This is a whole thing. And he wasn't sure what I was talking about. And I was like, why don't we list our favorite comfort anime? And he was like, that's not that's not a thing it's just slice of life and i said no 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 it has a name it's iashike anime iashike anime is healing anime um it's a genre that's just relaxing and easy to watch so one we're going to talk about why that should or shouldn't be its own subgenre of anime and two if we have any iashike anime that we enjoy thomas you were very confused when i brought this up to you so please take it away Oh, I mean, I think the thing I didn't like about it was, like, the list of anime that, like, this, I guess it was Sentai? Was it Sentai? Sentai Filmworks, yeah. Um, I'll post this in the Discord. We're going off an article. Uh, what is Iyashike uh, and why should you care on uh, the Sentai Filmworks blog? I just thought the uh, the recommendations, or not the recommendations, rather, the... Um, the examples were just not like similar. And I was like, these are like different, totally different types of anime. I, I disagree, but I mean, even though I don't see the list that you were reading off of. Yeah. Oh, I was on a, at the bottom. I was on a different site. Let me pull that up. Uh, okay. Yeah. She because I, I wouldn't say Mushishi that. and Yuru Camp are in the same subgenre of slice of life. But, 
Correct. So they're different. There's different settings and obviously different time periods. But I would, I think the argument is that they give off the same vibe of like, oh, whatever the article says, oh, site can't be reached. Does Mushishi give off that same vibe as Yuru Camp? I'd probably say Uh, no. (laughs) I've never watched Mushishi, so I can't tell you. I have. You have? I, I, I've watched some of it. Huh. It's just, like, individual stories, if I recall correctly. And this, like, guy wanders, and there's some, like, supernatural elements to it. People really like it. It's, like, kind of feel good, I guess. But, like, that's, like, really broad. Like, you say a lot of shits feel good. Well, I would say that Natsume Yujincho is definitely a Iyashike anime, and that Mushishi and Natsume Yujincho are basically the same anime, except different settings and time periods so it kind of falls into line there uh but let's like, let's go it's... in so basically let me let me pull this up so we can read through it i've only heard of the genre maybe five years ago four or five years ago i saw it and i was like what does this mean um it's a show that's specifically designed to have a relaxing, cathartic effect on anyone who watches it. What does that mean? Well, ever had a terrible day and you just want something to de-stress? It's kind of like a feel-good anime. That's the, that's the Western equivalent. If you feel better after watching it, then the genre has done its job. So it's definitely a little vague. Yeah, so, sorry, I had to get chopstick. Um, that's my issue with it. It's like... Oh, it makes you feel good. I don't know. Like, I watch Wotakoi when I want to, like, feel good. Is that in the same genre? I mean, that's just like a comedy, right? Like, I would just say it's a rom-com. But, like, would Joe be one? Here, let's see. This has a little, um, the Sentai Filmworks article has a little checklist of traits of an Iyashike anime. An idyllic setting. Uh, so what does that mean? The titles attempt to remove like, the common like stresses by transporting country. the viewer to another place entirely, like the countrysides of Japan, as seen in Flying Witch and Barakamon, which I am so pro Barakamon in any context that I don't care. Um, there are titles such as Kayon that take place in a conventional high school setting. Oh, it doesn't matter. The key is that the setting is relaxing or idyllic in some way, shape, or form. So at the end of this uh, section, they just totally dismiss their argument. It could be anywhere as long as it's nice. We're doing great. That's what I mean. Like, what even is... I don't know. <laughs> this just feels so stupid. <laughs> it's it's weird, like, it, it's in a nice place and nice things happen. Yeah, that's the first one down. So then, like, I would think, I wonder if, like, um, A Place Further Than the Universe is an Iyashike. Because it's okay. cute girls doing cute things. It's a very, like, makes you feel good anime. But it's in Antarctica, one of the it's, most savage places on Earth. It's also a drama. It's also a drama. Like, I would, I was actually thinking of that example when I was in the shower. Because I was thinking about this. And... I was like, well, that's a drama, even though it's like cute girls doing cute things, but that's much different than like K-On. Like K-On, if, if I had to like define this like weird subgenre, which I wouldn't do because I think it's kind of silly in and mm-hmm. of itself, but like 
Kaon and Yuru Cam, just like the cute girls doing cute things where there's like really no plot and it's just like kind of fun. But then a bunch of something like Mushishi or like Natsume Yujinjo are like a lot more plot focused. I mean, again, not really that Mushishi isn't plot focused, but like every episode kind of has like a yeah, plot. it's it's an episodic kind of float your way through. I was gonna say can't speak for Mushishi, but I've seen six seasons of Natsume Yujincho. Everyone should watch all of it, and there's no like overarching plot. It's kind of got like little episodic fantasies. But I mean, there's a little bit of an overarching plot with the Book of Friends and the Grandma, but it's good. Man, they need to make another. I've never thought I'd be begging for a season seven of a show, but man, give me that show. But like, but yeah, also, so I'm with you there. So also on the list is like Azumanga Dayo. Is it Azumanga Dayo a comedy? Like that's just a straight comedy. Right? But I guess it makes you feel good. What about Nichi Joe? Is it on here? Not on Sentai's it's not list, on here, but they're not going to list everything. But right? I, they're only going to list the anime that they license. Oh, that's probably. cheap. What the hell? Yeah, but um, Sell also outs. I refa- I refound the other list that I was reading to you when we were um, brainstorming this, but um, it's the page isn't responsive anymore. Oh, sweet! <laughs> so really I went to it and it was just like page cannot be reached. It's like hell yeah! I even did research for this and it didn't matter. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't really like um, I this isn't really like gatekeeping, but it almost feels like it in a way. It's like. Oh no, as a manga dad, it's not a comedy; it's a iyashike because. Well, I think it can be. I think it can be both. I'm not. There's no way you can say Azumanga Daio is not a comedy. It's really, really I, funny. I, that was just like an example. My point is, it's like oh, okay. kind of just all semantics. Like, um, we were kind of talking actually in relation to this when we were doing the um, anime awards mm-hmm. and. We thought shows were, like, labeled wrong. Like, um, oh, what was the... Um, I'm trying to think of an example of one. Oh, well, like, Wonder Egg Priority was, like, up for everything. But, like, uh, I'm trying to think of one. There was definitely one show, at least, where we were, like, um, oh, when, this isn't when Odd ta- When Odd Taxi got nominated for Best Comedy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like... That is just, like, a lot more egregious because these are, like, those are, like, genres that are, like, pretty, like, overarching. Like, Odd Taxi is, like, not a comedy. Sure, it's funny, but, like, there's funny moments in Hibike Euphonium and no one would say that's a comedy, right? Um, yeah, but, like, no. this is just so much more, like, I don't know, focused? Um, like, it's, it's too, a, like... Yeah. It's too niche. It's trying to be, like, too specific where I'm like, what the hell does it matter? Like, what what would I describe K-On? K-On's a slice of life. But what subtype genre of slice of life? Like, yo, who cares? Yeah, I mean... It's what I think. For some reason, like, in my eyes, I thought of talking about this because I think that you could label Spice and Wolf as an Iyashike. It's pretty easygoing because i watched it and i felt better after watching it i saw all the wheat i saw two adults just having a nice conversation i was like oh this is so lovely and then i it's finished more of a episode drama, two though, right i mean so far but maybe for me personally since i guess it could be pretty objective subjective it's a, 
so yeah, rip. It's <laughs> the a, exact opposite. <laughs> Iyashike. But let me just finish going through this. Another uh, thing that they say in Iyashike has to have is a straightforward plot. I would say lack thereof plot. I honestly, <laughs> the plot's likely to be more down to earth, preferring to revolve around the daily lives of main characters. That sounds like lack thereof plot to me. It's a, it sounds like K-On if I've ever heard a plot summary. Oh, here we go. The next se- section is Slice of Life versus Iyashike. Oh, see, like that. I would. I want to hit the person over the head with my my hand. Yeah. For wait, writing hold, this article. Hold, like, wait, it just hold seems up a silly. minute, Sentai, you say? Everything you just described is a slice of life. What's the difference between these two genres anyway? When you get down to it, they... The two share so many similarities that they're arguably the same thing. They are, they are Why not. Why are you writing this article? They are not, <laughs> says the article. Slice of life stories involve characters going about their daily lives. There are many ways that a slice of life story can unfold. Slice of life stories can be poignant, coming of age tales, or even comedies. Their purpose is to convey a message, which varies from story to story. But Iyashike anime, on the other hand, exists for the sole purpose of making the audience feel good. I, I hate everything. Like, what is the point of this article? <laughs> like, but actually, though, like, what is the point of the author wrote this and was like, perfect. <laughs> I've said so much insightful <laughs> shit in one but, web page. But here's like, the thing. I mean, this this author of this article didn't come up with the genre. It happened. I mean, he's just or. They're just, like, writing about it, but this is an actual thing, whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's definitely, like, the Japanese have words for things, like, we don't have words for. Um, yeah. And vice versa. Um, I don't know. It seems weird, right? I don't think I'm, like, being too much of a hater on this. It's, like... No, no, no. I mean, I, I wonder... I'm, we'll take a poll in the Discord. How many people have heard of Iyashike anime? Because I have, I'm sure Flammy has, because he's my boy. We got to see who else. Just to see, like, how common this term is. That would be a good social experiment. Yeah, I've never, I got to say, I've never heard of it. I just don't, I guess my big thing with this, I don't really get what it's describing. Like, and the, and the article doesn't, the article doesn't answer it, though. It's like, oh, it may just sound like I'm describing slice of life anime. And I am, because they're basically the same thing. But where slice of life anime could also be dramatic or stressful, Iyashike makes you feel good. These are just like the non-dramatic slice of yes. life anime. 100%. And Mushishi. And Mushishi. <laughs> Even though I guess some people would call it slice of life. I wouldn't. I would definitely just call it more of a drama. Yeah. Also, well, like, I view Slice of Life as, like, um, like, in not in, like, this, not, like, a fantasy world, but, like, more, like, a normal, civilized society. Yeah, not necessarily, like, a fantasy world. Yeah. Okay, so Mal has it as Slice of Life as a genre, oh. but... It also has as adventure, fantasy, mystery, slice of life, and supernatural. So, like, it's everything but comedy and, like, horror. 
<laughs> but it's also comedy because Azamanga Dayo is an Iyashike. Like slice of life's can be comedies for sure. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. I feel like if it's an adventure, like adventure and slice of life are too different for it to be this like have the same genre type. And I'm kind of getting into it a, a little bit here, even though I hate doing this. Like something like Odd Taxi, I wouldn't call it a slice of life. Yeah. Right. It's more of like yes, it's more. You would of, agree I think. With that. A show can have a lot of different genres, but I definitely think they can lead one way over the other. So, yeah, there are aspects of Odd Taxi that are funny, but I wouldn't call it a comedy. Yes, it's about the daily lives of characters, but I wouldn't call it a slice of life. I would call it a drama because it's dramatic AF. Yeah, like, it can have kind of multiple genres, I guess, but, like, adventure and fantasy, like... They're kind of two in two in the same in a lot of cases. Even though you can have an adventure that's not a fantasy for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My life's an adventure, and it ain't a fantasy. Exactly. <laughs> Very good. Um, <laughs> but you can't have like two polar opposite things that are like the the same, unless it's like some weird niche thing, like I don't know, some like horror comedy thing. Um, yeah. But then that would probably be like way more comedy than horror. If I had to guess, if I was like going to make something like that, like Miyako Chan. Yeah, I need to go back to that. Something like that would kind of be like that, but that's probably not actually horror. Like it's not actually scary. Mm -hmm. Right. So let's get down to uh, kind of the grit of the matter. What is would the grit? You, would you say Spice and Wolf is an Iyashike anime? No, because it's a drama. And I feel like the whole point of Iyashike is that it's not a drama. Like, it's supposed to be, like, way more chill. Okay, that's fair. Given I'm only judging this off the first few episodes, I know there is stuff that does go down in Spice and Wolf, but I felt I felt like talking about comforting anime because I was just, I felt so comforted by the first two episodes. Second episode, second question for you. Do you think... You are a fan of the subgenre Iyashike. Could you, do you have any anime that you've watched that you think would be in that genre other than the ones that were listed? Oh, I mean, I mentioned a, a ton, didn't I? Like, oh, well, what got listed? Uh, I mean, K-On, like any of the like cute girls doing cute things shows that I watched, um, I yeah, guess. Tamako Market. Uh, isn't that on here? Uh, That's on here. Yeah, I'm looking at this list, but I would things that are not on this list, like You Do Camp, I yeah, would say. Yeah, You Do Camp. A, Even though I haven't seen that. I think. Um, what about? Honestly, I think sorry. that's where I first, sorry, I think that's where I first saw the term. Someone was using it to describe the first series, the first season of You Do Camp, and I was like, what is this word? It, that doesn't say isekai. And then I looked it up, and it was Iyashi Camp. We already have a word for it. The word is cute girls doing cute things. Honestly, basically. Um, oh, I just had one. Okay, like Barakamon is not like this. Like, I I don't think Barakamon is anything like Kaon. Like, but it's just like a wholesome story. No, but like it's, so it's all about like the character development and like learning about the characters. Like, there's way more going on in that show. Like, there's actual stuff happening 
and like character build up. And like, sure, Kaon has like some character development. Yui, that, but that's like the first season, and that's like a very feel good kind of character development. Where Barakamon, there's like a lot more going on, I think, than right. in Kaon. Like, I wouldn't put the two in the same category. I don't know what I would call Barakamon. Probably, um, I would say it's a drama. I would probably call it drama. Like a, a low-stakes drama. Yeah, that's that's fine. Like, what is, so, okay. So, Mal has it listed as a comedy and slice of life. But do they have anything listed as the Yashike? But I'm, I'm saying more they don't have it listed as a drama. Oh. Okay, I mean... That's fine. I can kind of live with it being slice of life, even though. Okay, but like, screw them. They have Mob Psycho as a slice of life. Like, I would never. I oh. mean, it's about a guy going to school. That's as slice of life as it gets. But honestly, Parasite is also about a guy that goes to school. So who's to say? Death Note, guy goes to school. Yeah, I wouldn't call any of those <laughs> slice of lives. I think that's a. If that's our bar, we're setting the bar real low. Um, if you go to school in it, it is a slice of life. Like slice of life, like Horimiya, real life, uh, Chinibio. I could live with Chinibio being slice of life. Um, yeah. I don't know, like Anohana, kind of, even though it's way more drama. Way more drama, but yes. Yeah. Um, Toradora, slice of life, rom-com. Yeah. Yeah. Violet Evergarden? No. Uh, I mean... uh, It's listed here. uh, uh, I feel like Slice of Life is so tied to high school anime. I mean, I would say Wotakoi, and I would say My Senpai is Annoying is also Slice of Life. I feel like Violet Evergarden is almost too fantasy to be Slice of Life, but that's me really... Is Violet Evergarden fantasy? Doesn't it take place in like? I guess. I mean, it's all like a nineteen sixties. It's a no. It's esque place. Uh, no, it's like a nineteen forties like steampunk. Okay, I wasn't that far off. Well, nineteen sixty. Twenty years, not too bad. Nineteen sixties. I was thinking like hippie Violet Evergarden. My brain was not there. I was okay. I'm gonna give myself a point for that. That's you're you're doing fine. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Again, I think kind of like just plot or genreing stuff is like kind of fun, but yeah. I don't like to get too nitty gritty with it because it's just kind of is pointless. Yeah, you at don't some point, you right? don't want to pigeonhole anything. At the end of the day, it's about the content and not what box you put the content in. A hundred percent. But Mob Psycho is not a slice of life, and I will fight you. Just kidding. I want to start. Mike and I are going to start watching Mob Psycho together soon. I really want him to watch it, and I really want to rewatch it. So, yay me! I kind of want to rewatch it now that you mention it. Hey, after Spice and Wolf, bang! Unless the new season of anime is a uh, banging, and there's like a ton of shit. Yeah, that's true. Which well, we're probably pretty close to that. We probably have to do our dude. Yeah, April's right around the corner. It's basically mid-march already maybe next week you want to do the uh review of the next season that'd be easy and fun oh no next week next week we can't do the pod on thursday i'm seeing the jujutsu kaisen movie 
Oh, I'm also going to see the Jujutsu Kaisen movie. I haven't bought my ticket yet. Oh, so, shit. There's Black Rock Shooter anime coming out next season. Yeah. And it's, um, it's being, I think it's being streamed by Disney Plus. Yo, no. What? Okay. At least. It, no, hey, we can't. Hey, don't even get me. I'll save it for no. next week. Really quick. At least in Japan, Disney Plus has it. Holy shit. I'm I know. Gonna, I'm going to rage. <laughs> Why? It uh I don't I'm not getting Disney Plus. Oh, I didn't even it. know you would be remotely interested in Black Rock Shooter. Yeah, it's a it's the Vocaloid thing you like. Yeah, I have a framed poster of her in my office. Yeah. I mean, you've been talking about Black Rock Shooter for like 15 years. Uh, I'm so old, but that's also very true. Oh, there's another... Uh, I don't want to talk about this now. I just have it up. Okay, let's just end this before I start talking about the new season. We'll do it next let's week. Let's end this. So now that you guys are all nice and relaxed and healed and comforted from us talking about our healing, comforting anime, we look forward to talking to you sometime next week, maybe next weekend, since Thursday we have the Jujutsu Kaisen movie and Friday I'm going to a Coheed and Cambria concert. So our schedules may be a little bumpety. But we will definitely try to get the podcast in over the weekend. And we hope you guys have a great week and look forward to talking to you then. So enjoy anime. Watch episodes three and four of the great Iyashike anime, <laughs> Spice and Wolf. And we will talk soon.